I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Casey Cantrell. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. And happy October. This We're recording this at the end of September, but I think this will line up perfectly to be released on October 1st. So happy October to everybody. Right now, we're going to be talking about an anniversary of something else that's very special to you, Ezra. Yes, and to lots of people, and that is none other than Walt Disney World. Disney World was opened on this day back in 1979? 1971. Yep, yep, yep. We're going to be talking a little bit about the history of Disney parks on this episode. So stick around for that, but let's answer last week's trivia question first. What character from the Shrek franchise started his own spin-off franchise in 2011? That was Puss in Boots, who first appeared in the second Shrek movie, had his own movie in 2011, and also a show for Netflix, I remember as well. And has he done anything else? I thought I heard that they were planning a sequel. They are planning a sequel. It was going to come out in 2018, but it got put on hold, but they're already developing a sequel, and they found a new director, and it's already under stages of development at this time. Yeah, so fitting question for last week's episode. Stick around to the end of this episode to get the latest trivia question. For now, let's uh, do an On This Birthday. So many famous actors have played in movies produced by Disney, and one of them is Julie Andrews, whose birthday is, in fact, on October 1st. So, any movies come out on October 1st, Ezra? Yeah, like, for instance, DreamWorks' 2004 comedy film Shark Tale came out, and The Social Network, the Facebook biopic film, October 1st of 2010. (laughs) <laughs> very very different films from what we usually talk about. I'm a, a little surprised that there weren't any ho- Halloween-themed films that come out on October 1st, but I guess they wait until later in the month. Yes, that makes sense, though. But Julie Andrews is most famous for starring in the classic film we all know as Mary Poppins for p- playing our favorite nanny. And uh, she also was in Sound of Music. Okay, so she shares a birthday with Disney World. Very cool. And on that note, let's get started with our feature presentation. So like you said, Ezra, uh, Disney World was founded October 1st, 1971. Yep. But it wasn't the first Disney park, correct? Yeah, it it opened like... Yeah, over 15 years after Disneyland opened, and a few years after Walt Disney passed away. It was envisioned by Walt Disney when he was still alive. Yeah, and I and I have to wonder if they specifically, if it was set in Florida, because, you know, Disneyland here is based in Anaheim on the West Coast, and I wonder if it was just to, to have something else on the East Coast that would be the equivalent of a Disneyland. 
it started in the 1960s and known as the Florida Project at the time. Yeah, so what was Disney, uh, Walt Disney's vision for the park itself? I think like the castle and some of the same rides that also Disneyland has or has had. How were they different when Disney World finally opened? When it first opened, lots of people came when they opened the first park, which was known as the Magic Kingdom. Was it bigger than Disneyland? I'm not sure when it first opened, but it is a lot bigger than Disneyland. Nowadays, you mean? I'm not sure if it was bigger then or if it was about the same size. It is one of the parks that they, they've they continued adding on to it and creating more themed lands in, in the park itself. Yeah, but they had a fantasy land, some of the same things and some different things, like... Some that are still there and some that eventually closed and got replaced by something else. Yeah, so what can you tell us about about the history? How did Disney World grow as a park? Uh, when it opened, some of its original attractions were like Peter Pan's Flight, It's a Small World, Jungle Cruise, and some attractions such as Snow White's Scary Adventures, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, which eventually um, closed by the 90s, as we talked about before. Actually, Jungle Cruise is still there, but Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and Snow White's Scary Adventure closed in 2012. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride closed in 1998. But the Jungle Cruise is one of the original park attractions there. There's going to be a movie about that next year, which was going to come this year, but was delayed due to COVID. What what are some unique uh, themed lands there now? Like what what's unique about Disney World now? Like it has Main Street and other things, and also just as exciting and, and as magical, I think, as Disneyland is. One of the attractions I know, which was originally Walt Disney's version of the Enchanted Tiki Room, was Tropical Serenade, which was there until 1997 and became the Enchanted Tiki Room under new management which had Yago from Aladdin and Zazu from The Lion King in it, and was there until 2011 until a fire occurred, and then it went back to a slightly abridged version of the original Enchanted Tiki Room attraction. Yeah, so can you tell us, Ezra, what, what are some of the differences now between Disneyland and Disney World? I know that you've, you mentioned that uh, Disney World is bigger now, but... And it has... But I'm saying it has four parks. The second park, which opened October 1st of 1982, just a decade later, was Epcot. Epcot features the iconic Spaceship Earth. And it has some cool futuristic attractions and it, like representing visions of the future. And it started out as, an, as a concept, as an unused concept by Walt Disney in the 1960s. Disneyland doesn't really have an equivalent of that. I know it has, um, what, what area is the Space Mountain in? Tomorrowland, though, but I'm saying there's also Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom. Right. There was also planned to be something called Westcott back in, uh, 80s and 90s, but it never came to be, and it evolved into Disney California Adventure instead. It's interesting how, what elements the two parks borrow from each other whether it's in terms of rides or in terms of themed lands within the parks themselves. Like there's the pavilions in Epcot, for instance. Like there's Norway Pavilion and Mexico Pavilion. And I also know Epcot currently net does now have a Frozen ride called Frozen Ever After, which replaced Maelstrom. Opening next year, which which is planned to open, is 
the Play Pavilion. Tell us about that. It'll be interactive and it'll be high tech on based on some films like like Big Hero 6, The Incredibles, Zootopia, and Wreck-It Ralph. And it's being built where, where a pavilion called The Wonders of Life was, which was there from 1989 until 2007. You know, uh, I, just to go back, speaking of Space Mountain, one cool thing that I learned as I was researching for this episode is that actually Space Mountain was first started in Disney World. I had always thought it, it was a Disneyland ride. I never I realized. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I never realized that it was um, first made in Disney World. And Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm saying, that like it's interesting to see, to trace the history of these different rides and different themed lands to specific parks and, and try to figure out, like, why did it start there? How did it come to be? It makes sense for Disneyland being out here in Hollywood that there's a big emphasis on movies and such. And then you, you know, you contrast that with like Epcot being in Disney World, which kind of makes sense for, to have Epcot over there rather than in LA because LA is more about Hollywood, about movies, about all that stuff. It's where you go to, to see the characters from the movies that, that we all know and love. Disney World, I think since it doesn't have that movie tie-in geographically, I think it's it's allowed to expand the idea of what a Disney park is supposed to be. And so I think that's where you can get cool concepts like Epcot and explore that, those kind of different kind of rides. I know, yeah. Epcot, I know, also in the future is planned to have a Moana attraction called Journey of Water as well as an attraction based on Mary Poppins. Well, that's good. I'm glad you mentioned that because it does seem like there is a trend at these parks now to infuse them more with Disney franchises. So you have a Frozen ride, as you mentioned, at Epcot now. Uh, you're getting a Moana ride. And I think that's interesting to observe about why they're doing that, why they're to take these rides that were maybe affiliated with a Disney property, but they weren't necessarily so well known so that the ride kind of stood on its own. Uh, nowadays, it seems like, no, they really want to, as I said, infuse everything with those properties that you're now so familiar with. I know, I know, yeah. Also, I know Epcot, I remember for some time, um, did have Rock and Robots, which is and also something called Innoventions, which was similar to what they had in Tomorrowland. They used to have Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, which was also in Tomorrowland at Disneyland, based on the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids films. I remember that ride, or I guess it's not a, a ride necessarily. It was a show based on those films, I remember. Was it the one that had like the, the movable chairs or whatever? Yeah, it did. Like the, the chair, like it was like theater seating, but... Each seat was, it would move with the, the film. So like rock you back and forth and, and it kind of simulates the experience of what you were watching on the screen. Yep. One of its former attractions was Food Rocks, which was originally Kitchen Carabay and had a theme about nutrition and foods and different kinds of foods. And it was a musical show and Kitchen Carabay was there until one of Epcot's original attractions. And it was there until 1994. and. Food Rocks was at Disneyland until 2004 and was replaced by Soren, just like the one at Disney California Adventure. Okay, so you mentioned that 
Disney World had four parks, correct? Yes, next was Disney's Hollywood Studios, originally known as Disney's MGM Studios. That park first opened in 1989. It had stuff based on some non-Disney properties that were from MGM, not Disney, such as Wizard of Oz or Tom and Jerry and things like that. I know, and it was also at the time when Disney had planned a takeover for the Muppets at their parks, but what was dropped due to Jim Henson's unfortunate passing, as well as their attempted deal to buy the Muppets, which they didn't acquire the Muppets until 2004. Disney's Hollywood Studios has the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror Hotel, which they had at Disney's California Adventure. Um, also, Sunset Boulevard is one of the areas at Hollywood Studios, so is Toy Story Land, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, just like the one at Disneyland. Grand Avenue, Echo Park. <laughs> it's it's funny to hear about this park and, and to hear all these uh, areas of Hollywood and L.A. that are attractions, I suppose, at this park. And, you know, we both live in L.A., so these are very familiar with us. And it's like, oh, that's just Hollywood. That's right around the corner from us, you know. It's just funny to hear that that's been turned into a theme park for somebody for somebody else living in Florida. <laughs> and I know that it has Muppet Vision, which is a 3D attraction, which they also used to have at Disney California Adventure. One of its newest attraction there is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which re replaced the Great Movie Ride, which was one of the original attractions there, which closed in 2017. And that attraction referenced famous classic films. Okay, and, and what was the last park? Disney's Animal Kingdom, and I love that one. It's just like a zoo, because <laughs> animals are a big thing at Walt Disney World, because they have them throughout the park, like a lot of birds and things throughout the park. Yeah, and what kind of what kind of animals can you see there? Like, there's Kilimanjaro Safari, which some might say is like the Jungle Cruise, but with real animals, and, and not instead of being animatronics. And also, it has the Festival of the Lion King, a show based on the Lion King, I know. It is a zoological theme park, so it's like a, a theme park crossed with a zoo. The icon of that park is the Tree of Life, which is a really big, thick tree. There also has animals there, like you can see like safari African animals on the Kilimanjaro Safari. And there's Rafiki's Planet Watch. There's also Dinoland USA, where what's which is all dinosaur-based. Yeah, that's really interesting to to hear just um I don't know why, but that just feels like a very Florida thing. I just can't envision something like that happening or being created at Disneyland. Not sure why. I know Florida, it's because it's in Florida. They also have alligators there, too. <laughs> well, I, from what I've been told, alligators are a very familiar sight all over Florida. So you don't necessarily have to go to a zoo to see one. Which was also... There at Disney's Animal Kingdom is also It's Tough to Be a Bug, a 3D show based on the, the the Pixar film A Bug's Life. Yeah, it makes sense that Disney a Disney park would have an animal-themed park. I mean, <laughs> animals and Disney just go hand-in-hand, hand, it feels like. I know. Yeah, so, I mean, it's fascinating to see, obviously, it's Disney World has grown a lot since it first opened. And that, which is fascinating in and of itself. And it's just fascinating to watch all these trends of theme parks in general, not just Disney parks, but 
like Universal and other things too. Right, to see those, see the trends of theme parks and Disney parks all taking place at Disney World because that that's become really the, I think the de facto spot. If you're going to a Disney park and you're only going to one, I, I think Disney World is the one that you would go to because it's just, it's so huge and it has everything there. I know, beyond just parks, it has resorts and it has Disney Springs, which is just like downtown Disney District and some fun hotels to stay in. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's really cool to see and be curious to see how it grows. It's one of six Disney parks around the world. You know, I know there's one in Tokyo. There's obviously the one, the original one in Anaheim. In Paris and Hong Kong and Shanghai. But Disney World by far is now the biggest, I would guess the most popular one just based off of that fact. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I think that's a, it's interesting to see and interesting to to celebrate the opening on october 1st and uh yeah i i haven't been able to visit i I in fact went for my 10th birthday back in 2006 that's awesome tell tell me about your experience i went with my grandparents because for their grandchildren's 10th birthdays they took them to special fun and exciting places oh that's really cool yes i mean what do you what were some of your favorite parts of going going to Disney World. Seeing some exciting shows, seeing animals, and meeting characters I know, such as um, Woody and Buzz, Sully and Mike, Mickey, Goofy, and Donald, as well as Pluto, and going on some of the attractions they that still are there and some of them that aren't even there anymore, but I remember well. Nice. Awesome. That's great to hear, Ezra, that you got to experience Disney World. Um and experience some of those rides that, like you said, that don't exist. It's fascinating. We would love to hear from you, our listeners. Uh, if you've ever gone to Disney World, we would love to hear from you. What What are some experiences that you remember? Yes, yes. It, we all want to hear your wonderful memories about these happy and magical parks and places. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what we do, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash animation and beyond. Before we let you go, let's close with a trivia question from Ezra. What classic Disney films are the castles from Disneyland and Disney World, respectively, originally from? All right, so if you know the answer, give us a shout on Facebook or send us an email at animationandbeyond at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye! See you later.